Do 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 Welcome to the See You Next Time podcast. I'm Raul Rodriguez, and here is my the twin of Billy Polygon. What's up? It's Tyrone Polygon. Tyrone Polyhand, that's a good one. Yeah, so what's up? It's me. It's Billy. And I'm with my co-host and my my bud, Raul. Yeah. We're here to talk about Double Dipper. Yes. Season one, episode seven. Yeah, the seventh episode. So let's just get right into it. So the episode begins with Stan, Seuss, and Wendy. They're all setting up for a party at the Mystery Shack. Mm-hmm. As a way of making money, because you know, mm-hmm. it's got to make money, and tourist traps can only bring in so much. Mm-hmm. But Dipper and Mabel are pretending to barf on each other with silly string, which is something that I, I smacked myself in the head with, or I smacked myself in the head because I just went, Why didn't I think of that when I was a kid? Because it sounds so, yeah, silly, mm-hmm. but fun. And even Wendy joins in. Yes. And Mabel says, I don't feel so good. And I'm like, Infinity War? And then when Stan says, young people want fun. And I'm going to smother them with fun. Yeah, maybe saying stuff like that is the reason why people don't come to the Mystery Shack. Yeah, and then the flyer says, kids and teenagers welcome. Free? Question marks? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, nice. Anyway, um, Stan wants the flyers printed, mm-hmm. and he's like, yeah, they just fixed the copier. And Seuss is just like, uh, yeah, we get to go to the copier store? Oh, boy, a trip to the copier store. Calendars, mugs, T-shirts, and more. They got it all at the copier store. That's not their slogan. I just really feel that way about the copier store. <laughs> and so Stan's like, yeah, there's a copier in the office. Mm-hmm. So they go to the office as a busted-up copier. Mm-hmm. And Mabel's like, she she sees the uh, the moths, you know, that are uh, infested in the copier. Oh, mm-hmm. look, butterflies! But yeah, Dipper he has his arm on the glass part of the copier, and he goes, "It doesn't even work" because he presses the copier, and then it turns out it copies his arm. Mm-hmm. Like it comes on the piece of paper, the arm comes off the piece of paper, and it starts, you know going towards them. Dipper throws some of Mabel's soda on the arm and it disintegrates it because it's made out of paper. Mm-hmm. And you know if you get paper wet. So it can copy human beings. And that's the supernatural part of the episode. So uh, Mabel goes, do you realize what this means? Blah! That's a silly string. And then we cut to the title. Or the theme. And then Sue stands and was like, Sus, I know that I don't I pay you nothing and I know you want this and he and I know and you're gonna get it, you're ready. And then Sus was like, I have been ready for a long time. He has a book says how to GJJJ, right? <laughs> yeah. So Stan is assigning people their jobs for the party and mm-hmm. he gives Sus uh DJ. He he learned from DJ right. He's like, Wendy and Mabel, you go outside and get the ticket stand because you gotta get tickets for this party. Mm-hmm. Because that's how they're going to make the money. And Mabel doesn't 
want that because she wants to make new friends, mm-hmm. which that's great because Dipper and Mabel, they do love each other and they are friends, but you want friends outside of your siblings. Mm-hmm. If anybody has siblings, they know this. And that's just a lesson in life. Everybody mm-hmm. wants to make new friends. So Stan is like, all right, Dipper, you go with Wendy. And he's like, you do realize that if you do, you got to commit to staying at the ticket stand. No getting out of it. Just the two of you alone mm-hmm. all night. <laughs> and Dipper is like, yeah, sure, sure. So Mabel is like, uh, you know, making fun of him. Because she knows his crush on Wendy. Mm-hmm. And Dipper has devised a plan. It's a very elaborate, very complicated plan. And he has it folded like origami. Yes. <laughs> the checklist. And a huge ass checklist. And Mabel is just like, you're making this way more complicated than it needs to be. Just talk to her like a normal person. Men and women that want to talk to their dates. Just do that or mm-hmm. talk to the people they like. Just do that. From experience, I can tell you it works. Yeah, you don't have to talk. plan anything. Just be casual. And so then Dipper has a fantasy that he's dancing with Wendy and he's imagining already taller at the same height as Wendy. Yeah, he's taller than Wendy. And I was like, and Wendy's like, oh, Dipper, please show me that list again. Ah. And then you see <laughs> Touching the, uh, how was the name of the trumpet, I think? Like doing kind of like smooth jazz on the background. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> so Dipper's like, if I follow steps one through 11, nothing can get in my way. The fact <laughs> that he had time to write 11 steps just to talk to Wendy is incredible. And Mabel's like, Dipper, you're in your own way. Just talk to her. And he's like, step nine <laughs> should not take nine steps. That's the only step. The party starts. And it's actually pretty cool. Like, you know, people are having a good time, it seems. There's a lot of refreshments. Got a nice purple light show going. Soothing Soothing and a DJ. And he's, he's screwing up the sound effects on yes. his keyboard. Yeah. It's great. You're the one that can do it. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> And then lightning, lightning, lightning. And he, he keeps pressing the wrong button. He's and then, like, if anybody wants to leave, I'm charging an exit fee of 15 to 15 bucks. And then you see Wendy's was like, dude, we only have $13. Ah! <laughs> oh, yeah. Lee and Nate are there. Yes. Wendy invited her friends. So Dipper tries to make step one, casual banter. So here's a casual question. <laughs> What's your favorite type? And, you know, they start talking. He starts to panic because he knows that he can't get far with just you know, just snack food. Even though you can't, you're interesting about it. And Mabel sits down, you know, because she was dancing, and she sits next to Grenda, who is this new girl, or these girls. One of them is named Grenda, voiced by a man, by the way. <laughs> and uh, the other girl is Candy, and they're eating popcorn, and Candy has forks taped to her fingers yes. and so that she can pick the popcorn, which is actually really, really smart, and I need to try that. And Grenda has a lizard. Yes, Grenda has a lizard. Anyway, oh yeah, and Mabel says my favorite line, well, second favorite line in this episode, and she goes, I found my people. Yes! Because they're silly, like her. And then we get to the introduction. One of the greatest villain citizens, Pacifica, motherfucking Northwest. <laughs> Draco Malfoy to Mabel's Harry Potter. Yes! Pacifica Northwest. Which, by the way, I'm pretty sure Pacific Northwest 
Where is Gravity Falls? Like what state? Oh, in Ohio. No, Oregon. Oregon, sorry. Oh, in crap. the Pacific like Northwest. Northwest. Ah, I'm pretty sure that was intentional. I don't know if that's true, but I should ask Alex Hirsch that if he ever, if I just tweeted at him and hopefully he would respond. He probably wouldn't, but you know, we love you, Alex. You're a genius. Yes. And she's the most popular girl in town. Well, she's a bitch. Fork girl and lizard lady. She's like, uh, Seuss announces a dance competition and Pacifica is just like, crown, please. She's mm-hmm. very, very spoiled. She's very rich mm-hmm. as well. She makes fun of Candy and Grenda. And then Mabel is just like, you know, trying to be friendly. <laughs> Pacifica says about Mabel's name. She goes, that sounds like a fat old lady's name. I'll take that as a compliment. She doesn't like Mabel because, you know, Mabel is nice and silly and Pacifica is spoiled. And, well, she's Draco Malfoy. She's got the blonde hair, the attitude, mm-hmm. everything. It's Draco Malfoy. She could the, be like a Regina George also kind of like her. Yeah, I can, I can see Regina George. Yeah, and then we go outside and Wendy says to Dipper that, hey, can you cover for me? Because she and wants to go inside. Dipper, I think this is the, when Dipper has the idea that he also wants to sneak into the party, but then Stan catches him and he says, these suckers aren't going to rip themselves off. And the kid is like, yeah, <laughs> you promised <laughs> yeah. to guard the boot. He said, you, pr- uh, you promised. He has a tape recorder that just says, I promised. Dipper then says, wish I was, uh, I wish I could be in two places at once. Then mm-hmm. remembers the copier. Yes. And so he does. And he, he goes, whoa. I have a really big head. Oh, I related to that so much because I too have a big head. You know, it's way bigger than yours. <laughs> yeah, it is. But you're also a bigger dude. That's true. And yeah. then Dipper is talking to Dipper number two. And then he, he puts a number two on his head because the hat that Dipper wears, it didn't have the little blue uh, pine tree, mm-hmm. but it was just blank. So he just puts a two on there. And then he's right. like, no, I'm, I'm not going to be named number two. We can have that name, but we always wide it. Tyrone. Tyrone. <laughs> Before that, they were talking at the same time and doing that thing. You know, if you met you, you would know what to say to you. The thing you say all the time, whatever it is. <laughs> I'm very tired. Yeah, I, I get it. And I'm burning right now. So For those of you that don't know, I work extremely early. So we record these uh much later than i would like but you know i i I still love talking with my buddy so dipper and tyrone because that's his name they are coming up with a plan they're discussing hey are we gonna turn on each other he's just like no we know we're not gonna do that plus you can just disintegrate me with water and they're like "Ah." (laughs) so tyrone takes the ticket stand and dipper goes in talk Mm. with wendy but unfortunately robbie shows up showing off his new guitar to wendy because you know he's a bad boy and they start dancing and you know dippers missed his shot and then then he has the uh uh fantasy and i want you to take this yeah like uh she said like uh Dipper is imagining a fantasy. It was like, oh, Robbie, your bad boy ways. I like, I forgot what, what she said. But I like the way that you're so out of bad boy. And then she's like, oh, give me one more second. And then she turns around Wendy and then she punches Dipper in the gut. And I was like, oh, take me, take me, Robbie. And then Dipper's like, oh, my God. And then he calls Tyrone. I was like, they, I just I just had this fantasy. I was like, yeah, dude, I had it at the same time. <laughs> so they even think alike too, which is 
really creepy when you think about it. The They're device sitting... a plan. Oh, they... yeah. He has a plan to steal Robbie's bike. Yeah. So he makes more copies of himself. But first, so he makes dipper number three, tries to make another one, and there's a paper jam in yes. the copier machine. And what comes out is paper jam dipper, which yes. is the best character because it's just this messed up uh, dipper. And it goes, oh. and it, it, it's just, it has a fucked up noise. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, and then the other dipper was, "Oh, you're okay, buddy." Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and so they get one more clone, but you know what that means. Mm-hmm. There's going to be a lot of clones. Yes. All right, and then we transition to the battle for the party crown, and it's karaoke. And we see Pacifica singing. Her voice is so high that she breaks a plastic cup. Yes. Then <laughs> it's amazing. And then Grenda says, I used to sing like that before my voice changed. <laughs> and Grenda goes, I want to put her in a headlock and make her feel pain. <laughs> and then Mabel she called Grenda. She sounds like a professional wrestler. Yes. And then Mabel says to Zeus, Zeus, give me the most 80s crowd-pleasing power ballad. And then says, don't start unbelieving. <laughs> yep. And then everybody's loving it, actually, because Mabel is just killing it. She's in her element. We've all been that way whenever we've done karaoke. And one of the dippers tells Seuss, who just like the good DJ he is, he's like, uh, would the owner of a silver and red dirt bike please report outside? It's being stolen right now. And it's two of the dippers. They just stole Robbie's bike and are going away with it. So then Dipper tries to talk to Wendy and it's the perfect opportunity because they're going to slow it down. Mabel is like, dude, ask Wendy to dance. He's like, all right, all right. And he's talking with Tyrone. They're they're just discussing it. He he ends up making six more clones of himself because he doesn't know what to do. Yeah, he can't. No, it's just clearly just dance with her. He overcomplicates things. Yeah, he imagines what if Stan comes up to the dance, what if Mabel interrupts, what what will happen if something happens with the music. He accounts all the variables. So then the tenth clone is distracting Seuss with a glowing dot. Oh man, I'm so glad I turned my head. The dot does not disappoint. So then they put in a Wendy mix, which mm-hmm. is pretty lame, but also very sweet. And you know, the clones all have certain jobs. And the uh, eighth one puts a dollar on a fishing rod for Stan because he knows that Stan's going to get it because he's Mr. Krabs. He's super cheap. Yes. So then Dipper tries to talk to, or he actually does talk to Wendy. And it's a very good conversation. You know, it's a normal, small talk conversation. Yeah, because Wendy, she's waiting her turn for in the restroom because she Dipper was waiting that Wendy was still going to be on the dance floor. And then Wendy shows Dipper a photo of her brothers and a photo of her a few years back that she had uh, braces and she had ponytails. And then Dipper was like, oh, my God, you were a freak. And <laughs> it's kind of like my birthmark. And then it was like, what birthmark? And then Dipper was like, and then he takes off his cap and he shows him that he on the on his forefront, he has the big Dipper. That's and how then, he got his nickname. And the, and when this was like, oh, I thought your parents hated you or something. <laughs> are, are we going to reveal that uh, Dipper's real name or until the series finale? 
we can we can do the series finale. I guess it doesn't really matter because they never actually say it in the show. Yeah, because it's only mentioned in the journal number three. It takes a lot of digging in journal number three. But mm. Dipper does have a real name. Yeah, aside from, you know, Dipper. Oh, yeah. And they were making fun of the people that were on the dance floor. <laughs> that was that was great, too. Yeah, so I'm going to put it right here. We're going to reveal it in the series finale. Then Tyrone and the rest of the clones are giving shit about to Dipper because Wendy ends up going to the bathroom, you know. And they're like, dude, stick to the plan. He's like, no, I, I think just talking to her. That's the only part of the night where it actually was successful. Mm-hmm. And so the clones, they don't like that. And they turn mm-hmm. against him. So clone fight! Clone fight! Oh, yeah. Okay. Now that original Dipper or Dipper Classic no, <laughs> no longer fit for it, I nominate myself to dance with Wendy instead. And they're trying to figure out who will logically dance with Wendy because, of course, Dipper Classic, you know, they're arguing and there's even Paper Jam Dipper. He's still alive. Just to put it a little back because you got stuck. Yeah, so all of the clones are fighting to to will be the the one that is gonna fight and sorry that's gonna that's gonna dance with Wendy as original Dipper is a trap in a closet and then he runs away and then you go you go back after that because you got stuck. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. They trap him in a closet and then they're like, Hey guys, what would you do if you were in a closet? Break out. Mm-hmm. They realize Dipper broke out. So what does Dipper do? He tries to fight, and then that's when we get the clone fight. <laughs> There's one line, quit hitting myself, quit hitting myself. <laughs> They're just tackling each other, and eventually Dipper tries to get away. And, and he he's... activates the, the sprinkles, right? Yeah, but before that, he, he taped a number to his hat. He goes, <laughs> no, friends, it's me, Seven. And Seven is like, that's not me, man. That's not me. <laughs> Dipper has a party popper, and he pops it because, you know, it's, it's a bit of a spark. And the smoke from that goes up to the sprinkler system mm-hmm. and it melts everybody, mm-hmm. <laughs> including my favorite, which is Paper Jam Dipper's death. They, sh- they give him subtitles and it says, it's better this way for Paper Jam Dipper. <laughs> everybody except Tyrone. Mabel and Pacifica, they talk and Pacifica is just still being mean. And, and then well, Dipper loses his shot to dance with Wendy. And then we see Suze um, doing the applause meter to see who won. And then Mabel has a lot of applauses, Pacifica not that much, but then Pacifica gives a stare to a lot of people because she's one of the most powerful people in Gravity Falls. More people just applaud. gives everybody a mean look and they're forced to clap. And, and she bribes McGucket at the end to win. <laughs> Yeah, McGucket's just sleeping on a bench. <laughs> he just gets some money. So Pacifica wins. And then she says to Sus, thank you, Jorge. And I'm like, racist. And his name is Sus or Jesus Alzamirano Ramirez, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> you could you could just curse at her in Spanish. You could do fast Spanish. Ooh, uh, if I were Sus, I would say, Inchija de tu puta madre, pendeja estupida. <laughs> <laughs> To all the Spanish listeners, if you're out there, that one's for you. (laughs) Anyway, Mabel is like, I'm sorry if you guys don't want to hang out with me anymore to Candy and Grenda. And they're just like, what are you talking about? Let's have a sleepover. I have magazine boys. And she, you know, she's now found two friends. That's Mm -hmm. awesome. And Mabel is just playing. She asks Seuss, hey, uh, play another song because everybody left the party. 
you know, yeah. about Pacifica. We're going to be here all night. And so they do. And Dipper and Tyrone are on the roof and they're just drinking soda, pondering if he has any chance with Wendy. He's like, well, she's 15. I'm 12. We're, we're making zero progress, except for the conversation she had where you didn't do anything in the list. Dipper realizes he is in his own way. Literally. <laughs> So then they drink and Tyrone starts to melt because it's liquid. He forgot about that. And Tyrone's last words are, hey, quit being a wimp and around Wendy, okay? For my <laughs> sake. Blah, 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 blah. And he turns into a big puddle of water or yep. paper. Tyrone, you were the only one who understood. Rest in peace, Tyrone. And Stan is just counting money. And Dipper meets Mabel's new girlfriends. Not like romantic girlfriends, but you know, mm-hmm. girl friends friends and Suze presses the right button or actually uh yeah that's another thing about Suze and the keyboard he said earlier um this party's gonna be the and he presses the bomb button he goes nailed it then the mid-credits scene is Suze pressing every sound on the keyboard cat until strike you got any more the, yeah 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 oh and he Gets all the way to the end and he goes, found it. And that's the end of the episode. Oh, that's what? the end of the episode. Let's go over some character revelations, continuity, and just all around trivia. So mm-hmm. we learned that Dipper has a birthmark on his head mm-hmm. in the con in the shape of the big dipper, which is why his it's revealed his name is not actually Dipper. It's just a mm-hmm. nickname. Dipper wanted to be named Tyrone. Wendy is 15. Wendy wore braces when she was younger. We learn about Pacifica and that she is established as the most popular girl in the city. Grenda feels bad about herself around Pacifica, and she could also sing in a high pitch before her voice changed. So that's some puberty for Grenda. And also, what was the cipher? Uh, some continuity as well. Oh, so yes. This keyboard with the yeah sound effect. Mm-hmm. That's the second appearance, because the first one was in Headhunters. Yes. Wendy mentions the convenience store from the inconveniencing, which mm-hmm. you can also listen to on Anchor and Apple Podcasts. Oh, if you're a fan of our podcast, just share it with your friends. And even Dipper and Tyrone sit at Wendy's hiding spot on the roof. Mm-hmm. That's continuity. Yes, that's another continuity. So in the Real Life Journal 3, which I have right now, uh, it's revealed by Mabel that in the end, after Dipper returned to the party at the end of the episode, he and Wendy eventually danced together. So he got his dance. that's pretty nice clones three and four do not return after they rode off with robbie's bike but they are later seen during the end credits of uh the finale Mm -hmm. so it ends up that clones three and four actually did survive all the other clones did not and they do differ like his the clones are different from dipper Mm because the clones are a lot paler Yes. And they don't have the blue pine tree on the hat. Let's go over the cryptogram because I think that's all the trivia I have. The cryptogram translates to Paper Jam Dipper says <laughs> literally <laughs> when using the at bash code. So that is another episode. Double Dipper, what'd you think? I really like this one also because it's pretty sweet as because I really like the idea of the copies, the copy machine that it can uh, make you clones, but also you can get rid of them so easy with liquid. It's not that complicated. Yeah, you would think that it would be really easy to do that. But when there's a lot of clones, you know, you might not have such a good time. Mm-hmm. Also, I like the message in this episode, which is just like, you know, 
It's literally be yourself. Just mm-hmm. talk normal. That's how just make a human connection. That's how you will connect with whoever it is you are romantically interested in. Or just if you're interested in people in general, because that's what Mabel does. She just talks to these girls and mm-hmm. she's herself and she forms a connection with them. And Dipper only realizes that um, until he doesn't realize that until the end. So that shows, you know, the two sides of the spectrum and that they are opposites, but they eventually do figure it out. And I like that. That's a good message for them. And it's good for Dipper because I guess it builds up his confidence, you know, what Mm -hmm. to do and what not to do. And Mabel gets new friends who we will see throughout these series, as well as her rival, Pacifica Northwest. She will carry into the next episode. Yes. I'm really excited about. No, when we get there, the Nowhere, the Northwest Manor episode in season two. Oh my God. I really love that episode. Yeah, we got a while for that one. Yeah. So, so what do you want to give it on a scale of one to 10? I will give it an 8.5. Any particular reason or? Because we got the interaction of Pacifica, the interaction of Grenda and Candy. Um, I haven't seen this episode in a long time. And also because I really like the message that you said about being yourself. And I really, I, I forgot about that fantasy that, oh my God, show me your checklist again. I was like, ah, okay. That's a really horny fantasy. That's why it's an 8.5. <laughs> oh, Jesus. This is, they're 12 and 15. They're children. You don't think that a 12 year old could masturbate? Yeah, but yeah. <laughs> it's just, it's not something that you need to, that needs to be said. Well, I already said it. Yeah, I know. Anyway, <laughs> I'll give it a eight. Nice. I'll, I'll, I'll give it the same rating that I gave the last episode. I think it's really solid writing, very great jokes. A lot of ones that just fly under the radar that just hit you. Mm-hmm. And, you know, good storytelling with a good message. Yes. It doesn't... A lot of these don't really contribute to the overall plot, like, but they contribute to the characters, which is something that I think that a lot of great kids shows, especially, do. Avatar does the same thing. Like, even it's quote-unquote filler, where it's like, it doesn't really service the bigger plot, but -hmm. it does service the character. And Gravity Falls does the same thing. So, yeah, it's a solid eight for me. And that about wraps up episode seven, Double Dipper. So you want to plug in the socials? Yes, you can follow me on Twitter, Instagram, Letterboxd, and on Stardust and TikTok at RaulVaderRDC. And you, Billy, can you plug the podcast in your social? Yeah, so you can follow our podcast at SYNSPod. See, I got it right. (laughs) And you can follow me on Twitter at BBusterBill. All the Bs are capitalized. And you can follow me on Instagram at BillyBatsonsLightning. Nothing is capitalized. So yeah, that was another good episode. And Raul. See you next summer. Tyrone. Tyrone.